everybody. Welcome to Zone Defense. We talk all things NBA and NFL. Be sure to follow us on Spotify at Zone Defense Podcast, on Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and hit that subscribe button down below because it really helps out our channel a lot. Also, drop a comment and let us know who you want in the first round of your fantasy football drafts. Today, we will be doing our first fantasy football mock draft of the season. How's it going, guys? I'm good, Drew. I'm pretty excited for this. It's the first fantasy episode, I guess, of the new season, upcoming season. Uh, we might be a little rusty. I hope we're not, though. And we're doing this on Sleeper. Um, I think it's a PPR. Uh, and we randomized the order. So Drew has the 1.3. Chris right after him with the 1.4. And I, unfortunately, got the 1.7. But hopefully, I can still snag a good player there. Yeah, Um I love mock drafting, of course, but this is the first one I've done this year as well. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what terrible picks I make now that I hopefully won't make during the actual drafts this season. But, you know, without further ado, let's jump right into it here. Yeah, Chris, let's get this thing started. So team one with the 1-1 gets Christian McCaffrey and then team two with Alvin Kamara, which makes me have to have a pick here at 1-3. Um, I was adamant last season. I was like, I'm not taking Dalvin Cook. He gets hurt all the time. He gets hurt all the time. Um, and I think I'm going to stick with that notion, actually. So he's the, he's number, he's right there. I could take him. But I'm going to take a guy who last season was the bona fide number two guy. He's number five here on this board. Um, I think that Giants offense is looking really nice. I know he's coming off an injury, and I just got done making fun of Cook with injuries. Um, but I'm going to take Saquon Barkley with my uh, third or third overall pick my first round pick yeah i mean i was really hoping saquon would fall to me here but uh i mean for me at the four spot uh i'm absolutely thrilled with getting dalvin cook here uh, i'm just going to take him right now and then roman can talk about our picks and his own uh continue the running back train after that with zeke going at the 105 which is very interesting and then derrick henry falling to the 106 which is a pretty good value right before roman's pick but he got looks like he got sniped a little bit there maybe um, it would be nice to have Henry Shore. And in terms of all six picks leading up to mine, I guess I'm not too surprised. Maybe you see wide receiver go here. And I guess seven is a good spot for a wide receiver. Probably an Adams right here as well. Um, there's no other wide receivers I would be considering. However, I'm probably going to go running back because there is another drop-off. Uh, and this one running back is going through a second year. And it's not who kept going in the first round of last year's drafts in CEH because I do not want to touch them in the first round again after we got burnt last year. But I will be much more comfortable taking Jonathan Taylor in the first round. I'm going to do that right now. Yeah, that's definitely a good pick, Roman. Uh, you know, well, uh, definitely uh, JT is going to be a really good player this year, I'm sure. Uh, quarterback change means maybe a little bit more risk there, but I definitely still like the pick. Uh, after you, a huge wide receiver run with – Adams, Tyreek, Diggs, and then Eckler, which I'm annoyed that he he's off the board now. And then Kelsey with the 202. And then a surprising pick at 203. Calvin Ridley seems a little early yeah. for me there. Especially with Hopkins still on the board, too. I would probably take Hopkins over Ridley. But Ridley's yeah. a good player. Yep, no, definitely you, a really good player. You're definitely right about that. Um, I definitely think I would take Hopkins over Eckler, Diggs, and Ridley. Uh as much as I would love to take him here, you know me from my last drafts um, last season. I like to get my running back group solidified, and uh, I will be taking Nick Chubb here with my next pick. It's really good value, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think you could even make an argument Chubb is 
better than Eckler? And am I? I mean, I know Jonathan Taylor. I know we're all like on the JT train right now. But like, I I don't know. Like, I had him last year. I, I know it's second year. Maybe he could do better um, with the Colts. But I'm a little worried about there. But with JT and Chubb, I think you got a really really strong running running back group there. Yeah, I, I agree with Drew there. I think Chubb maybe even end up being your RB1 potentially. I'm not saying Taylor is a bad pick at seven, but he definitely holds a lot more risk than taking Chubb at the 204. So I really like getting him as a more safe, you know, low end number one and then having Taylor with the upside, but the potential risk as well. I think it's a good duo, but I'm going to jump in. I also love to live and die by the two RB strategy right away. I'm going to take the highest guy ranked on the board, the guy that I really enjoy to watch, Joe Mixon. I think he's going to have an extremely good season. And Drew seemed pretty happy about that pick. Very curious to see who you're thinking about taking here. Yeah, well, it's pretty on brand for me. Um, I like, as, as Roman likes to get uh, his running back group solidified, I like to get my tight end solidified. So Kelsey went early. I was kind of disappointed by that. Um, this guy burned me. He's one of my favorite players in the whole league, but he burned me last year because he was hurt for a, much of the season. A um, little worried because I'm getting two injury got injured guys uh, with my first two picks, but I'm going George so Kittle. Chris. Really, uh, yeah. Yeah, s- solidify my tight end position as well. And I'm hoping that a running back would fall to me here or a wide receiver, um, and that's exactly what happened. Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, a little surprisingly, but he was really good last year too. I'm um, very upset picks. about the AJ Brown pick. Uh, I did want to go running back with my next pick. So spoiler alert: so you could end up sniping one of my guys here, I guess. But uh, I was really hoping to get AJ Brown as well. I'm insanely in on him this season. I think he he honestly could finish as the wide receiver one. I wouldn't be that surprised. I would have taken him over DK Allen, maybe even DeAndre Hopkins potentially. I love the wide receivers that went after Kittle. I love Keenan Allen. Uh, it might be a little early for him, though, but I think yeah. his ceiling is high with Herbert. Uh, and Jefferson, obviously, is, is going to rise up the boards. And I like the Metcalf-Brown uh, double up from Team 1, getting the Ole Miss connection back together. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's very interesting, especially pairing him with CMC as well, who's obviously a cheat code in himself. So that's a very, very good-looking team so far. But, Drew, giving you a little time to stall, uh, who are you thinking about here at the running back position? So, <clears throat> originally, I was going to go running back. And I was looking at um, Akers is there. I was really looking at Antonio Gibson. Um, but there are some other guys. There's some decent value. There's some guys that I think it's not as big of a drop-off now. I think there's a guy I could get with my RB2 spot when it comes back around. It could bite me in the butt, but that's why you do mock drafts to kind of try strategies um, and see if they work or not. Um, and there's a receiver on the board. Again, maybe I'm just taking my favorite players. I don't know. But Allen Robinson is there. I think he could have a really, really big year if Justin Fields gets that quarterback spot and he's as good as we all expect him to be. Um, I like him a little more than Michael Thomas, especially considering the who knows who's throwing the ball in New Orleans right now. Patrick Mahomes is there too, but um, I like waiting for a quarterback. So I'm going to go Allen Robinson here and get a really solid wide receiver one. Um, and I think I, I really like my three skill position groups right now um, with Barton, yeah, Kittle, and, and A-Rob. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick there for sure. Uh, if Justin Fields ends up taking over, I, I can see Allen Robinson having another very good season. He was awesome last year. He's a super talented guy. I expect him to be nothing more than special again this season. But I'm going to go into my next pick here, uh, and I'm very happy you didn't go receiver, and I have these exact same options I had when I was about to take Joe Mixon. So um, I'm, I'm going another running back here because – I'm assuming these are going to dry up really quick, and I just got to figure out which one I want to take because, you know, those top three guys, Akers, Gibson, Swift, all have them around the same tier for me. Uh, 
Acres, I'm a little bit worried about because, you know, Daryl Henderson was banged up down the stretch. Uh, I think that had a little bit to do why with why he went off. Gibson, I'm a little worried as well because it's, you know, he he started playing really well and he had the injury. But so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the hometown guy, and he's my RB three. I'm gonna go with DeAndre Swift here. I know he's got Jamal Williams coming in, but I still expect DeAndre Swift to carry the lion's share role. Anthony Lynn has been good for fantasy football running backs with Eckler and Melvin Gordon. He's coming in to run the offense. I'm I'm expecting big things from DeAndre Swift this season in the receiving game. I think he'll catch a ton of passes. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a good point for sure, and it's kind of funny how last year we saw Ceh the first rookie off the board. Uh, and this series is going to drop a lot. I'm not surprised by this. And I, I don't know if I'm going to take Gibson here, but I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Gibson went before CH as well. Um, but it's very interesting. I, I like the pick overall. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I, I think I, I think I probably like Gibson a little more. Um, but sure. Swift is still a really good pick. There's touches. There's so many touches available in Detroit right now because they have like no receivers. So I think Swift, as long as he stays healthy, there there was some injury concerns last year. Um, if he stays healthy, I think he could have a really, really big year. So I like the like the pick overall. Yeah, for sure. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in a very interesting spot now because, you know, Mahomes shouldn't be at the 3-7, but he's there, and he's calling my name. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple running backs. I mentioned Gibson. I really like him. He's on my dynasty team. Uh, there's McLaurin. Um, there's Waller. Oh, man, it's tough. I think I'm going to have to go Mahomes just because he's there. you got you got to take him. And obviously, it's not my preferred strategy, but he shouldn't be falling there in the first place. I'm just going to capitalize on it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're. Uh, I don't mind the pick at all. I mean, I, see, I, I'm not a guy that likes to go quarterback early, but I don't think this is super early. Usually when we play in our league, he goes in like the first round, maybe in the early second round, which I yeah. hate that pick because it's just way too early for him. But I still think he uh, – I think at the three seven, it's not a bad value, and it's worth trying this draft strategy so you can see if you want to take a quarterback up up early here for sure. But uh, you're back on the clock here at the four four. Very curious to see with what player you go with here. Uh, I think you have a, a lot of options, uh, tight end potentially, a couple guys, uh, receiver for sure. Still a lot of good names on the list, and then obviously running back as well to solidify that depth piece. But let's see what you go with here. Yeah, I did get a little burned, to be honest, with Corin Gibson and Walder, the three picks right after me, and Clyde and Woods are gone. I like Woods a lot. Teammate just stacking up on all the wide receivers here. Um, <laughs> running backs available, there's Dobbins, there's Montgomery, Jacobs, who I don't like this season, Carson, who I like this season. Wide receivers, there's Julio, who's uh, rumored to be traded. I, I guess today the Falcons say that they want to trade him. Uh, there's Godwin, Cooper, Evans, and like you mentioned, tight end, there's Andrews, Hawkinson. Um, a lot of good options here. Oh, man, this is tough. This is tough. I think I have to go wide receiver here because I think I can snag another running back later on. Uh, it's not going to be Julio, though, and although this player is on the franchise tag, I'm just going to take Chris Godwin because I think he'll – pan out this year and have another good season sweet let's go um gets a good pick there for sure roman i'm extremely happy that julio and mike evans went right after this because i have another i'm going to try my own strategy i have never tried in a draft before i'm going to take a fourth running back in a row and solidify dobbins. my second flex spot i'm not going to take jk dobbins though because i think this guy's adp is extremely messed up on sleeper i'm going to take another shot on another risky player which i think swift is too and take Najee harris as my mm. rb4 here i'm extremely 
extremely into him this season. I think he's going to have a great year. He's going to touch the ball 300 times. The fact that he's 51 on sleepers ADP is absolutely asinine. I think he belongs ahead of all of the running backs still on the board. I think he's going to have a great season this year and be around, you know, top 10, top 15. But the fact that in a double flex league, I have four really good running backs. And I still enjoy a lot of the receivers on the board that potentially could even be my wide receiver one. I am extremely happy with the way this draft started. I'm just hoping the guy that I want at receiver falls back to me. Yeah, I think yeah, you, I, get, you can go, Drew. I, I was um, I was looking at Najee, too. I thought, because I, I, by all accounts, he's going to be the guy in Pittsburgh. He's going to get a ton of touches. There is some concern with the offensive line there. But um, we saw even James Conner last year, who wasn't even that good of a player, to be honest. Um, he still was fantasy relevant, and I think Najee is more, more talented than he is. I think he got a really big year, so I like that pick. And I also like uh, Roman, you taking Godwin, too. That was a nice pick. Yeah, and for Najee, I don't even think that this is a ceiling. He can definitely go maybe second round by yeah, August right. or in the fall. Yeah. And I think just in a running back class where it's really weak and there's not really much going on there, I think people are going to be early to jump the gun on Harris in the first couple of yeah. rounds. We could see like a Clyde-like rise um, out yeah, of him um, like we saw in late July, early August last year. Um, and hopefully Najee delivers on like Clyde did last season. But um, So I'm going to go here. I'm, I'm go- I am going to go running back. Um, I was pretty happy, Chris, when you passed on J.K. Dobbins because I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins right here. Um, I think, honestly, I mean, we saw he, he was solid down the stretch last season. Um, and Mark Ingram's not there at all anymore. I think he could be a really good second year breakout player um, of the like, I think, I think in my opinion, I think he's a very similar tier to Deandre Swift acres Antonio Gibson, um, even Sanders, Clyde, a lot of the guys that went earlier, I think Dobbins is right up there. So I'm happy that I'll be able to get a really good receiver in Robinson with my last pick and then still get a guy like Dobbins, my next pick. Um, and then we yeah. got, uh, Oh, you can go, Chris. I just wanted to say, um, with Dobbins, I, I I definitely like him. And if if Najee wasn't on the board, he, he would have been the next running back I would have wanted to go with. But for Dobbins, I'm a little bit worried just because you know, uh, Lamar loves to siphon those goal line targets yeah. or those goal line touches away. So for does sure. Gus Edwards. Also, a full PPR, he probably won't catch a ton of passes. But Dobbins is a super talented back, so he can overcome all that and just be extremely efficient and make your fantasy team really happy, like he did in the second half of last year. So it's still a very good pick, and getting him at the Four eight seems like robbery to me. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I see that concern too. Um, but I think right now, because of the strategy I played, I waited a little bit longer. It's, it's hard to get a running back without any um, clear concerns, especially with Lamar there. And maybe he gets hurt. Maybe Dobbins gets better. Who knows? Um, but then you got Amari Cooper, and then Cooper Cup, DJ Morris, CD Lamb, uh, receiver run there. I'm happy about that because I, I wanted to go another running back. Um, and there's another guy here who I'm kind of surprised that he's still on the board. Um, he was like a second round, borderline first round pick last season. Um, I know he's got a lot of Kenyon Drake worry um, because he's over there in Las Vegas now, but having him as my RB3, I am more than happy to do that um, because Kenyon Drake last year, as we saw, he was a big disappointment, got hurt all the time. Um, if, he, if that happens again, I think Josh Jacobs could be another really good player. So I'm going to have him as my RB3 um, again. Uh, I'm really happy about that because I think the upside is there, even though there are obviously some still clear concerns with his touches and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, with this pick, I mean, getting Josh Jacobs at the 5-3, I know we're not as in on him as usual because maybe there's some risk, but getting him at the 5-3 is ridiculous. I see him as maybe, you know, a third – 
potentially early fourth round pick at the latest, but I would be absolutely willing to take him at the five, three, just the fact that Najee Dobbins are still on the board. I wasn't quite interested in him yet, but it seems like with sleeper, they're taking a lot of these receivers early, which I, I, you said you're thrilled about. I am extremely unhappy about because I'm trying to take some receivers now. And the fact that they're Cooper, I want a Cooper and DJ Moore both, and both of them are now off the board. So I have a tough decision to make here. Uh, obviously, any of those top you, names. Go ahead, go ahead. You could go quarterback too. Josh Allen is still on the board. He was very yeah, was, on par with Patrick Mahomes last year. I was looking. I was looking at that as well. Uh, you know what? For the fun of the draft, I am going to take Josh Allen here. I was also looking. I was very much considering that because, like I was about to say, the receivers. I was kind of. A little sketch with them. My wide receiver one isn't going to be great, but I still have, there's still some options I like, but there wasn't one that really stuck out to me with those receivers going off the board right before my pick. So Drew, I'm, glad, is great. I'm glad you convinced him to take a quarterback because I think if he were to go wide receiver, he would have taken the guy that I wanted here, but I'll touch on both of your picks first. Um, Jacobs, I think this is a good value spot for him. Although I do think he can rise in, in more casual leagues. So you might not realize how big of an impact Drake could have. Um, but appropriately, I think that's a good spot for him. And I think he's a fun player. I just think it's disappointing how his, his upside got ruined with Drake. And then Josh Allen, I got him in the 10th round last year in one of our mock drafts. And obviously it's appropriate for him to rise up into the fifth round. He can go probably earlier than that too. Uh, I like the pick though there. And Chris, I think you're just completing your team even more. And hopefully you can find the late round, late round wide receivers. Um, if I, can I ask you a question? If you were to go wide receiver, who would you go with? Would you um, my pick would have – I don't want to tell you because you got another pick on the board, but I will tell you after you make this pick because you do have another pick and I really need a wide receiver one, so I'm going to wait on it. But I, I think I know who you think I'm going to take, I guess, if that makes sense. I think you're, I think you're going to go with probably the best wide receiver one available, uh, a player on a new offense maybe. I'm going to go with yeah, Kenny Homer, Galladay. Homer. He's not on the Lions anymore. I can take him. Ah, crap. No, the, the receiver I would have taken at that spot, surprisingly enough, with Thielen and Galladay on the board, I would have taken Deontay, Deontay Johnson. That's yeah. who I. That's who my wide receiver. That's, that's who I was going to guess because I know you. I know you loved him last year too. Yeah, I'm very I personally would have. I would have went with Galladay, even though I was making fun of you, Roman. I would have taken Galladay. That's. I'm a little very, disappointed. I'm a little disappointed because I thought I like Carson a lot, and he didn't fall back to me. Um. Yeah, Deontay Johnson went right after Galladay. And then Kyler Murray, Prescott, Thielen, and Andrews off the board. I wasn't really concerning any of those guys besides Carson. I'm just really surprised that Team 8 is just stacking on all these wide receivers and haven't gotten a single running back yet. But anyways, uh, back to me. There are some very good wide receivers still available. I'm very happy with that. Um, running backs, it's getting dry a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I want to take Kareem Hunt because he's one of my guys. I take him in almost every draft. But I have Nick Chubb, so I don't know if that's necessarily – ruined now for me um but if you guys get them good for you uh like i said the running backs nothing really going on right now i'm not really uh impressed but you know the, the value is there for wide receiver two guys i'm looking at right now i love both of them you can't go wrong with either one. Oh, it's tough it's tough i'm gonna go it's pretty much a crapshoot between these two guys and i think you both know who those guys it might be Dang, I'm just I'm gonna go with Brandon Ayuk. I think Brandon you know, obviously he's on a good offense right ah. now, uh, and if they had Trey Lance uh, in the future, he could be even better. But obviously, I think the other guy is still available, so you can take him, Chris. Looked like uh, 
It looked like Drew was extremely unhappy about that. Uh, I, I wouldn't. That. I, I, great pick, Roman. I was not unhappy about you. Taking the Lamar Jackson. I was upset. Pick, I was upset because Lamar Jackson yeah. somehow was still on the board. Um, all due respect to Dak Prescott, great player. Even Kyler Murray, but there, I don't understand how Lamar went after both of those guys. Yeah, um, you could even make an argument he should have yeah. went. I, I like Josh Allen more, but you could. I agree. You could make an argument that Lamar could be the second QB off the board. So him being the fifth, I thought was great value. Right. Um, I was hoping he would fall back to me, but unfortunately, it makes my pick a little bit easier though. But yeah, Ayuk though, it's between him and another guy that I'm assuming Chris is probably going to take. Even though this other guy does have some concerns with another. Um, big receiver now in his uh, in his wake. So um, I'm interested to see where you see, go here, Chris. See, I, I was considering, I know you're talking about T. Higgins, obviously the top yeah. guy. I actually like a player on the board a little bit more than that. And you may be able to guess this. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go with the wide receiver one that had an entire in, had an injury all yep. of last season. It's yep. Portland Sutton. Uh, you know, you still have the chance yeah. Aaron Rodgers ends up going there. He could turn an instant dynamite top three, four round pick if that happens. But even without him, I think Sutton is an elite wide receiver one who has a ton of talent. It's coming off the injury, obviously. Have to discount him a little bit for that. But getting him as my wide receiver one with the amount of upside he holds is makes me extremely happy. And this was the guy I was hoping would fall. When I took Josh down, I hope he would fall because I knew Deontay probably wouldn't. And it worked out that way. So I, I'm very happy getting Cortland Sutton here in the 6-7 spot as my wide receiver one. I thought you were kind of alluding to OBJ there because they're pretty much in the same situation yeah, both out last year. Um, Sutton, I think it could be crowded, though. We didn't really get to see him full-fledged with Fan and uh, Judy, it could be crowded, but like you said, you're kind of banking on them having a better quarterback in Rodgers. Bridgewater, I don't think raises his stock any any higher, um, but Sutton is a good wide receiver with a good with a good quarterback. He'll be uh, have a good upside for sure. Yeah, I was I was hoping Sutton. Um, I was probably going to take him with one of these two picks. Um, so I'm disappointed by that. But yeah, I think I mean he was a guy that we were really high on last year before the injury. Um, and I think especially if they get Aaron Rodgers here, I mean, I think he could have a big, big season um, unless he's involved in that trade for, for he goes over to Green Bay, then maybe not so much. But um, so I, I do need a wide receiver, too. Um, however, I'm looking at these receivers. I feel like I can get another like they're all my opinion, relatively the same tier. I feel like I can get one of these guys when. Uh, the wraparound, especially looking at team one and team two, where they've just loaded up on receivers. So I'm going to go running back because, like you said, uh, Roman, there is a uh, there's a bit of a tier tier break here coming up. Um, and I mean, I'm deciding between Miles Gaskin, who at the moment at least is the clear cut number one guy in Miami. Um, Chase Edmonds too. I'm a little concerned there because James Conner's there now. Kareem Hunt, who's the backup in Cleveland, had a solid year last year, um, and that's. Really, it the three guys I'm deciding between. I'm gonna go with the guy who's currently the RB one in his in his uh, running back group. Um, I'm concerned because I have him in dynasty, so I don't know how long he's gonna be the RB one. Um, but having him as my RB four, um, I'm more than happy about. So I really lock up my running back depth. So I'm gonna get Miles Gaskin here. Yeah, I I like that pick a lot, Drew. I actually think Gaskin is a pretty good value. I think he could be better than you know Josh Jacobs. Definitely, I mean I don't know Chase Edmonds what a couple picks after, but the difference between Gaskin and Edmonds is extremely high. So I I think Gaskin in the sixth round is a steal, especially in a PPR league. I think he's going to have plenty of value as you know uh, mid to high end RB two this year. I think he's I, I'm I'm pretty in on Gaskin right now. Yeah, I like the pick as well. Um, those guys are pretty much are left on on that tier. Um, and you, like you said, you do have them in dynasty and you're pretty high on them. So hopefully you can 
have the clear cut uh, RB one slot, and uh, if if he does, he'll put up some good value for you in a flex position. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we got Dallas Goddard, tight end, um, a little high, but I mean, I, I feel like it's he's been rising. Wait, he has been rising, but I feel like after you, if you miss out on the top four, maybe top five, if you really love TJ Hawkinson and you're a homer. Um, I would probably just kind of wait and wait, drop tight in late rounds, especially with those running backs on the board for team two. And then they also go Russell Wilson, who I think is also a little high, especially the second half of last year. There's a lot of turmoil there um, in Seattle. So I'm very happy now because I think I'm going to go running back again, which I know might be surprising. I mean, James Robinson's there, which I I really sucks for him because I think he would be a top four um, running back or top. He'd be, in the top four rounds drafted, yeah, not sure. top four running back, excuse Definitely. me, um, if they hadn't t- drafted Travis Etienne. Um, but I think I'm going to go Kareem Hunt here. Really just Good lock pick. down my running backs, again, with my receivers. Um, I'm happy with the guys that are still on the board. I feel like confident that these guys will come back around, um, especially against some of the teams that have taken like all wide receivers, basically. Yeah. So um, my wide receiver, too, and my depth might not be as great, but um, maybe if this is my actual team, I can tr- I can trade some of these RBs for some quality wide receivers right. down the line. But I'm happy with yeah. happy with how it's turned out so far. Yeah, I'm extremely happy, and and the gamble paid off for me because I I mentioned T Higgins before. I'm gonna take him here as my wide receiver too. I'm ex- I know they bring in Jamar Chase. Doesn't mean T Higgins is going anywhere. This guy was very good last season, even with a lot of competition for targets there. And AJ Green, a- I know AJ Green stunk last year, but he he's leaving. You know about you know I, I believe around 90 targets up for grabs, and I think Jamar Chase can fill that role pretty well. Maybe they throw a ball a little bit more, and I think T Higgins will get about the same amount of volume he had last year. And he was he was very good with that. Uh, what with Joe Burrow, so I, I'm very in on him this year in the seventh round. I think that's a, a good spot for him to be drafted. Yeah, Higgins was the other wide receiver I was debating with with him or Ayuk. Um, I'm comfortable with both there, and Higgins had a great rookie season. Uh, Chase obviously will put somewhat of a dent in that, but obviously if Burrow's healthy, they're both going to go off no matter what. Um, so you pretty much got a good good player there. And after yeah. that was Fant and Juju Smith Schuster. Um, I'm in a good spot because I have two guys I want. I know one of them will probably be on the way back to me. Uh, you mentioned James Robinson, and at first when they drafted ETM, I'm like, oh, gosh, why would you do that? This guy is ruined in fantasy purposes. Um, but you kind of hear what they're talking about there. It's, it is coach speak, whether it's, oh, we're going to use ETM on third down. Oh, he's actually going to be a slot wide receiver sometimes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that could be true. Um, but I think – I'm going to take a shot on Robinson here. Um, the other running backs were Gordon, who I don't like. David Johnson, no. Mostert, no. Fournette, eh. And I think Robinson may have the higher upside out of all of them. So I'm going to go with James Robinson, and it could very well bust, but uh, I like him a little bit. So we can, Crap. We can we'll try it out. Oh, receiver run. That's not what I was looking for there. Yeah, I was really hoping Claypool would come back to me for my wide receiver <laughs> three spot. But, you know. Sometimes that's the way the ball bounces here. But, Roman, you're back on the clock, man, after the Robinson pick, which, I mean, in the seventh round, I mean, I don't know if I love him, but I do like him in comparison to, like, a David Johnson, uh, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon. I, I mean, this yeah. is the dead zone for running backs, and this is why I went four running backs to start the draft. And there is a shot I don't take another running back after that because I'm totally fine with having four really good running backs and just not having any depth behind them because four is plenty of depth. But – Roman, let's. You're back on the clock, man. Let's see what you go with. 
I am very pleased with the way that the things turned out. And I am surprised we haven't even mentioned him once on this episode. Chris, especially, you've been very high on this player. And I guess since we're not incorporating rookies as much right now, oh, I, I guess you can, they're, they're easy to forget. But there's no way Kyle Pitts can slip Dang on the board it. even more. I'm going to take him right here. Let's go. You shouldn't. I think he'll go a lot higher oh. than this as well. But I'm very pleased how it's going. And then Herbert and Shark both right that, after me. Both good picks a, as well. Oh, I wanted Shark that after tough. that. I wanted one of those two guys, Herbert or Shark, and they both went back to back. Kyle Pitts, though, I have him. I made that huge trade in our Dynasty League um, to get him, and I completely forgot about him. So, yeah, I, See, I would I, have him above maybe – I have him uh, over Sam Goddard here. For sure. I, I would have him a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. For so. me, uh, the reason I didn't mention Pit, mention Pitts at all in this draft is because I absolutely plan on taking him with this pick <laughs> because I was I took Higgins and I was like, all right, I'm hoping Pitts, Pitts or Chark fall back to me. And you look at where the draft fell out. I have a tough decision to make now. I don't even know who I'm going to take. I'm just totally rattled. I'll, just, I'll, I'll jump in for you. I mean, Pitts wasn't even. Like his ADP is still a lot lower than it is. I kind of, I don't know, if not, not a reach on him, I wouldn't say, because he definitely deserves to go ahead of Fan or Goddard. Yeah. But the tight ends listed ahead of him were like Logan Thomas, Robert Tunyon, Gasecki, Henry. And then they listed Pitts. And I was like, I'm not going to let him slip any further. Let's, let's go with him. Uh, in real drafts, I think he can go a lot higher, uh, maybe after a Waller, perhaps. But um, I'm glad he slipped and he kind of went under the radar. Um, as with Najee for a little bit, I think, before you got him. But I'm glad he's like him. All right, and, I guess. Now, and now we're in no man's land with tight ends. Yeah. Uh, see, see, I'm going to go tight end here, and I think there's one left on the board that I still like, and that's Logan Thomas with the acquisition of of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, you know, I think this offense is going to be good. I know Logan Thomas isn't as cute of a name as Kyle Pitts here in the eighth round, but I think he's a good enough player to where he had a very good season last season. I think he's going to be not an upper echelon tight end one, but I think he's a safe tight end one that's going to get you, you know, your 10 points every week, and he's going to mix in a touchdown every once in a while. I think I think he's an underrated player, and he's got some value in this draft. I think he's going to see a lot of value this year. So I, I it's, yeah. it's not a really exciting name, but with – you know, me getting sniped a couple times right in front of my pick, I was a little bit rattled, so I figured I would just stay true to the board, take my tight end in a 10-team league. I need to get at least a competent tight end, so I, I was able to get one here, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I love Logan Thomas. I think he was extremely underrated down the stretch last year. I added him from free agency. I think I even flexed him a few times because he was that good. Um, so I think, yeah, I think he's he's right there. I, I think he is the last really good tight end. Not really good, but decent tight end. Right. Um, you can you're not going to lose any games if you have Logan Thomas in there, and I think every other guy they're significant liabilities, or you're just going to be streaming tight ends your whole season. So I think that's a really nice pick, Chris. Um, for me, um, the wide receivers kind of it's it's gross now. Let's just be honest, it's kind of gross. Um, I'm looking at Judy, Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller. It's it's not great. Um, and I think this is just – I have really great running backs, but my wide receiver is going to be a little little, um, little dry. So I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to take another rookie, Come a guy on. who I kind of alluded, I kind of alluded to um, earlier in the episode. Uh, and I'm taking Jamar Chase. I think he could I have a really – he could have, he could have a really solid, uh, solid year um, with Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. Um, and there was a running back run there, Johnson, Mostert, ETN, and then Jarvis Landry. So I'll probably take another receiver here. But Chris, I'll let you touch on that pick if you want to. Yeah, I know I just took T. Higgins, but I was definitely eyeing Jamar Chase with, this, with my next pick. I even thought about taking him at the eight, seven. I 
felt like maybe the eighth round was a little bit of a reach for a rookie, but Jamar Chase is a special talent. I was willing to do the reaching, especially in a you know for the upside in a t- in a ten man league. I think I, you can still get some pretty good depth in the later rounds. So, but I'm definitely extremely upset with that pick because I was hoping to get him, but you know, we we move on. There's there's still a few names that I'm interested in. Yeah, so I'll jump into my next pick here. Um, I'm happy um, because I wasn't going to take Jarvis Landry with this pick either. Um, I am going to go – I could go quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is still on the board, and I there is a bit of a tear break there. But I, I don't know. There's just so much uncertainty there with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I know I took him last year, and I was pretty proud of myself for taking him late in the late in drafts. Um, but I, I just – I don't know. This high, I don't, I don't love it. Um, so I'm going to go receiver to get a wide receiver three. And I'm actually going to employ the same strategy that Chris used earlier by, by taking Cortland Sutton. Uh, I'm going to go Jerry Judy. Um, you- I know he was kind of a, a letdown last season. Um, but if they do get Aaron Rodgers, he could be really good. But even if they don't, I still think he could have a se- solid sophomore season. And with the options left on the board, Brandon Cooks, God knows who's playing quarterback there. Will Fuller, he's good when he's on the field, but he's not good when – uh, he's injured all the time, and I don't know. I feel like I, I'm I'm comfortable with Jerry Judy um, here as my not great as a wide receiver three, but given the options, I, I like him there. Did I do something to you before the draft that really <laughs> irked you? Because you have stolen a number of picks from me, and Judy was another one. I know I already have Cortland Sutton, but I was gonna take Judy with my next pick, and now I'm back to tilting again. And you know what? As much as I don't want to take this player. If Deshaun Watson comes back, he's going to be extremely good for fantasy, and that's Brandon Cooks. They don't have anybody else there. This is a total yeah. – I'm either lighting a ninth-round pick on fire, which is fine, I think, in, a, in in this kind of a draft with, with 10 teams. It's potentially lighting this pick on fire. But as a wide receiver three, I think Cooks has a ton of upside. If Watson plays, he's going to be – better maybe better than Cortland Sutton as my wide receiver he may end up being my wide receiver one which is not in a super exciting name but he all he does is produce he was really good last year I believe he was a top 15 receiver last year and nobody even knows about yeah. it so so like I said this is totally you know ninth round I think it's a fair price to light a pick on fire and that's exactly what I might be doing here so but Roman's running into a little yeah. bit of audio issues right now so we'll let him we'll let him make a pick here me and you can we can discuss it yeah but he was pretty he, excited. Uh, Mike Davis. Okay. I mean, I, if anyone saw that leg picture of him the other day, I mean, it's pretty insane. Um, it looked like he had like three footballs jammed into his thigh, but that yeah. was, that was insane. Uh, but Roman apparently is really happy to get, get Mike Davis yeah. here. Um, yeah. Play. I mean, I like him more than Kenyon Drake, than ETN, David Johnson, but David Alvin Johnson Gordon. also. So I think he's, he's going to get touches uh, most likely because there's nobody else there in Houston. So that, that could be there, but um, yeah, I like him more. And I also like him more than Rojo, than James Conner. So I think a really solid pick there. Yeah, there for great. Roman. And, oh, you can discuss it too. Please. I was going to say, that's a, that's a great pick by Roman. I kind of forgot about Mike Davis. But, I mean, I'm I was I'm pretty much done drafting running backs because I took those top four guys. But Mike Davis would have been a definite option for me there if I needed another running back. And then also the pick right after it, Jalen Hurts, the 9-8. That is a fantastic pick. And I am – Kind of jealous that I just didn't wait on a quarterback and take Jalen Hurts that late, and should have. I should have went receiver in the fifth round instead of Josh Allen. Personally, I think that would be the one decision that I I regret a little bit because I think I could have gotten a quality receiver at that spot. Yeah, and we'll let Roman um, make his make make his next pick here. Um, Michael Pittman. Yeah. Okay. I was and Corey Davis. That really hurts because I wanted him to fall to me here with my next pick, but. Uh, Michael Pittman, yeah, I, I was also looking at him. Um, I think he's 
Roman is all in on the Colts this year. He's making up for last year when he disrespected them on our on our preview show, and he was high on the Texans. Um, but he's he's got Pittman. He's got uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think Pittman's a really solid value get here. Uh, there is some concern there with Carson Wentz. Is he good? Is he not good? What's going to happen there? But I think at this point you're taking flyers on guys, and Pittman is a really good upside guy this late in the draft, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think uh, Pittman has a chance to be really good this year. Uh, they are Paris Campbell is back, and I think he's going to be good this year, and it's an underrated sleeper late in the draft as well. But I think Pittman is most likely going to be the number one receiver on this team unless they go after Julio Jones, which obviously you wouldn't take Pittman this early if they end up deciding to trade for Julio yeah. Jones. But um, as of right now, it's definitely a solid pick, a guy I was considering with my next pick, which I need. I'm going to go another receiver here again. Yet again, with uh, trying to take more dart throws on these guys, kind of like Brandon Cooks. I'm going to go with another dart throw, and this guy is the definition of a dart throw because he is a pretty much an exclusively deep threat, and that's Marquise Hollywood Brown. Uh, yeah. Like I said, another guy that I'm not in love with, but I like where he's at in the draft here with the 10 spot. I, I believe in the actual draft, I took him like the eighth round. Maybe that's a little steep. From last year, at least, I took him in the eighth round, and he, he didn't perform as well. But getting him in the double-digit rounds, I think, is a solid value pick. And, you know, if he's not that good, I can just drop him. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. I, that's what I like to do with my late-round picks, take flyers on guys with a lot of upside. And there's no question about it. Marquise Hollywood-Brown has a ton of upside. So, I, I, I like getting him there. A nice dart throw on my bench. Yeah, he does have a ton of upside. And um, Aaron Rodgers is still on the board. So, I'm looking at him. But you brought up, you kept talking about upside, and I started looking at some of the receivers on the board because it wouldn't be nice to get another backup receiver. And I know I already have one rookie, but there's another rookie here. Won the Heisman Trophy last year. Really solid player. Um, Devontae Smith, I think he's probably going to go either around this this range, maybe even higher just because of the name value. Um, There is some concern there because he is a rookie, and there is some like borderline QB controversy there with Jalen Hurts. but this late in the round, I think he could be a really solid player. I think he could be um, really good for them in Philadelphia, especially because they just don't have a top, top guy. And in comparison to the other guys on the board, too, I mean, LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones, maybe, because Trevor Lawrence is there. Michael Gallup, but was, he was really disappointing last year. Um, this late in the game, I'm, I would rather have upside than those guys. And I think Devontae Smith has the highest upside. So I'm going him here, crossing my fingers. Aaron, oh, my God. Stupid team one took Tom Brady wow, and Aaron Rodgers. Wow. <laughs> I, I didn't want Tom Brady. I did want Aaron Rodgers. Um, but it's it is what it is at this point. But um I'll do you have anything to talk touch on with that, Chris, or do you want me to can I hop into my next pick? Yeah, I mean Devontae Smith, uh I almost took him with that pick right in front of him. I, I decided to go with Hollywood Brown over him, but I do think Devontae Smith has some upside this year. I'm I'm a little worried about See, I think Jalen Hurts is definitely the starter, but I am a little bit worried about how good of a passer he's going to be. So, and there's, you know, I know there's not a ton of insane weapons on the Eagles, but they do have Jalen Rager coming off the injuries. Uh, Dallas Goddard's still there. Miles Sanders, even Kenny Gainwell, who potentially will siphon some third down work away. I'm wondering if Devontae Smith, maybe in the first year, struggles to, you know, fit into the pie. I think he's going to see a target yeah. share under what people really want. But he's a really talented player. So if he's getting open, he may, he may just see, you know, that. 
25, 30% target share. He could, he could end up being similar to, to a Justin Jefferson potentially if he's, he just totally breaks out and becomes the number one right away. So I, I could definitely see that in the range of possibilities. And I like the pick here right before the 11th round, but maybe you should have gone with your quarterback first and then hope Devante came back because it, Brady, Rogers, Tannehill, I think now represents a tear break, but there is a couple other guys that I do like, and I'm curious to see which one of them you go with because I know you're deciding between these two guys, I think. Yep, exactly. So I would disagree with you. So, I, I mean, with my luck, I would have not taken Smith, and he would have went there. I wanted him more, despite all the concerns, valid concerns you brought up there. Um, I wanted him more than Aaron Rodgers because, again, Aaron Rodgers just says he might retire for all we know. We have no idea. He could go play Jeopardy. I don't think you get fantasy points for um, Jeopardy. So um, I'm, I'm looking at quarterbacks here. There are two guys. Um, one's a homer pick. One is one of my favorite players in the league. Um, he the They both have injury concerns. Let's just say what it is. Uh, but you know what? Just because it's the draft, just because, hey, he's going in. Actually, I'm going to tilt here. I'm going Joe Burrow because Matthew Stafford, he could get hurt. Who knows? Actually, I'm tilting again. I'm going Matthew Stafford here. It's the mock draft. Who cares? Uh, Matthew Stafford here. I think Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow, they're pretty equal. Um, both have some concerns. Both have some decent upside here. Um, I think after him and Burrow, there is a tear break. Um, I know everybody loves Ryan Tannehill, but I think I would put Tannehill in that Stafford Burrow range as well. Um, so I have a feeling these auto draft teams are going to just nonstop pick quarterbacks here for the next couple rounds. Yeah. So I want to make sure I get I get one here. And Matthew Stafford, who is a solid QB one, um, especially if he's going to be as good as everyone expects him to be in that LA offense. Yeah, I, I like the Stafford pick a lot. I think he's got a lot of upside in this offense. Uh, plenty of weapons to throw to as well. Uh, for sure. So I, I'm very curious to see how he performs compared to these guys that have gone around him. I would take Brady Rogers and maybe, eh, maybe not Tannehill. I might go Stafford over Tannehill, but those two are, yeah, I, I would take Brady and Rogers over him. Yeah. But it's still a, it's still a quality pick. And I think there's only a couple more quarterbacks on the board that are worth drafting, but I need another receiver. And uh, there's a clear guy standing out to me. Uh, I know they added a, running back that they're trying to convert into a receiver, but I'm going to go with LaVisca Chanel. I think he's going to be yeah. an interesting weapon this year and another guy that I'm willing to take a shot on on my bench in just the hopes that he he turns into something special. But I, I know I'm going to be hitting the waiver wire a little bit with my receiving core because I really, really wish I would have gone, you know, a Deontay Johnson in the fifth, and then instead of Brandon Cooks there, I could have gone, you know, with uh, – with a Tom Brady, with Aaron Rodgers, and then maybe even uh, Jalen Hurts uh, with that pick. So I, I wish that would have been yeah. how the draft went, but you know, this is a learning process. I don't usually go quarterback early, but I still like that I have Josh Allen with these stacked running backs. But uh, and I, I think the the beauty though of, of even though yeah you took a quarterback early, but the beauty of it is there's always receivers. Like we saw Travis Fulgham come out of nowhere last year. We saw there's right. always receivers, especially in PPR leagues, where you can add guys that can be useful for your team. It's a lot harder though to find quality running backs or even uh, quarterbacks of Josh Allen's caliber. So I think even though your receivers might be not be as deep right now, I still think you'll have a decent team overall if this was a, a real team, but um, Roman, you can get into your next pick here. Um, J- Son of a bitch. Javante Williams <laughs> is going to be the guy that I was going to pick next. Um, and I, I uh, yeah, I was hoping he would be there. Uh, I, I wanted one more running back um, and he, it's hoping he no one noticed he was still available, but yeah, I, I obviously I really like that pick. Um, yeah, Chris, you have any? I know you like Javante a lot too. Yeah, 
Um, with Javante, I, I'm not really in on him this year for, for fantasy. It would take a Melvin Gordon injury for him to be good this year in fantasy, but I think for like, it's, it's worth the dart throw here. And I've said that a lot this episode, but, uh, it's worth the pick here in the 11th round, late 11th round. I think it's an interesting pick for sure. I'm curious to see how much of the work he takes right away, but definitely next year. I think he, you will be talking about him inside the top three, four rounds next year. When, when draft season comes around. But Roman also went with Henry Ruggs here. Uh, another guy similar to the guys I've been taking, similar to a Marquise Hollywood Brown, uh, a guy that you know didn't really do much last year, didn't help you at all in fantasy, but has a lot of upside and can run really fast. So it's worth a shot here late later in the draft, and I, I'm definitely curious to see how he performs this year. But I, I'm on the clock now. Uh very interesting receivers here, and I'm going to take one more. This is going to be probably my last receiver I take in the draft. You know what? We're going to have a little fun with my pick as well. I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle here. Uh, I want to. Re- I really want a rookie. Yep. It's definitely a reach for sure, and he might be a guy I end up dropping kind of early, unfortunately. And then he breaks out in the second half of the year, which kind of stinks, and why I don't really love going receivers in because you know they don't really do a lot in the first half of the year. But Jalen Waddle, similarly to Henry Ruggs. Has that burner speed. I think he's a lot better than Henry Ruggs as well in terms of a player. I think he's already a better player. He's just on an offense with a lot of targets. So hopefully he can establish himself early on and provide some fantasy value off my bench. But another guy that I I do like taking late in drafts to get that potential upside. Yeah, Ruggs and Waddle were two guys I was was looking at with my next pick here. Um, So I really like both of them. Like you said, Chris, at this point, you're just taking dart throws. Ruggs was the guy that was going higher in drafts last year. I'm pretty sure I might have drafted him in at least one league. Um, and he was very disappointing last season, so I think he could be good this year. And Waddle, he's an unknown, but, I mean, you don't get, you're not a receiver that gets drafted in what, the top six uh, if you're not talented. And I think if Tua can take a next step, there's that familiarity there. Um, he could have a really big year, too, for your team, especially yeah. this late in the draft. Um, so I'm looking at the guys here. Um, Javante was really the last running back. I was like, I need this guy. I'll probably take one more, um, with either my 13th round pick, if not, um, maybe even one of my last picks. So, but I'm going to go receiver here again. Actually, I go tight end. No, I'm not going to go tight. I'm not going to get crazy. I'm going to go receiver. I'm looking at Marvin Jones, um, or Jalen Rager. And I think I'm going to go Jalen Rager, um, for much of the same reasons that I said about Devonte Smith, uh, is I think. Rager, Rager was a talented player last year, um, but he got he was injured. There was all that turmoil in Philadelphia. Um, I, I just I like his upside a little more than Marvin Jones. I think Jones, especially if you know Tim Tebow comes in and changes the, the way we look at football, um, maybe Marvin Jones is completely irrelevant. So I'm gonna go Jalen Rager here uh, again, just taking taking the dart throw. Um, I'm definitely a. I'm definitely a fan of that pick. I think he's got some upside there as well. Almost went him over Waddle. He was the guys I was deciding between. So I, I do like the pick. I also like the Antonio Brown pick right before your pick. I think that's an interesting pick and he has some upside. Yeah. He, he got a ton of targets down the stretch last year. Once he was able to get acclimated to the, to a noticeably difficult to learn Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. He, he picked it up pretty quick and started playing well. So a guy that I have some interest in this year, late in the draft, because I think, I mean, He's a generational talent at wide receiver. I know he's obviously on the you know the decline of his career with all, all of his off-field issues, plus just not quite as talented. But he's yeah. still a really high-level quality receiver that can can absolutely make an impact. So I was hoping maybe he would fall to my spot, but I'm curious to see who you end up going with now. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's bleak. Let's just be saying what it is. It's bleak right now. Um, you're just kind of taking, like I said, taking dart throws. 
Um, I think I'm going to go running back here. I think I'm going to pick a rookie. I'm looking at two rookies who I think could could potentially at this point in the draft. You're just I'm just trying to find value where where it's at, regardless of where they are on the board. Um, I think Michael Carter could be the starter there in yep. New York. Um, so I'm going to take him here as my my last running back. Um, I was looking at him or, or Trey Sermon. Um, but yeah, I, I JD McKissick maybe um, maybe Jamal Williams if you if you're banking on a swift injury. Um, but other than that, Philip Lindsay, maybe Houston doesn't have a lot of guys, um, Daryl Henderson, but it's, it's pretty gross right now. Let's just yeah. say how it is. So, um, I'll just, I'm happy with my running back. So I just need a guy to kind of just throw in there and I'll take Michael Carter. Yeah. Um, with Carter here, uh, you know, I think he's definitely the clear pick. Cause I know you mentioned Trey Sermon sermons, you know, he's going to be a frustrating player to draft in fantasy leagues and a guy that I don't have a lot of interest in because he's, they have so many running backs and I feel like he's one of those guys that he, you could draft him and let him sit on your roster for six or seven weeks. You drop him and then he takes over the starting job and then somebody else gets to, uh, enjoy him. But I think Drew made a really smart pick here with Carter because you'll know pretty much right away. I think, if he's going to have a decent role on this team, because they don't really have a ton of competition. They got, you know, LaMichael P Ryan who could end up being the starter, but if Carter Carter could win the job day one and be their starter, or he could be irrelevant day one with Tevin Coleman also there. Maybe he doesn't touch the ball at all. You can drop him pretty early. I think more definitively and not be hurt by it, but I do think Trey Sermon could be a frustrating player for fantasy this year, but I'm going to jump into my next pick here. I do have already have one tight end. I'm considering taking another one here, but I actually am going to go quarterback and and for the fun of it, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. I don't really need a backup quarterback, but uh, I don't really like that many of the receivers or, and I definitely don't like any of the running backs left. So uh, I'd rather just take Trevor Lawrence and maybe somebody would trade for him or something like that potentially, or, you know, maybe he ends up being really good as rookie year. So curious to see how that works out, but I am not happy that Irv Smith went directly after that was a guy I was deciding yep. I was potentially going to take him with my with this pick but it, it I ended up going with Lawrence over him so it didn't really yep. work out but Roman oh that's an interesting pick for sure I didn't even really think about Deshaun Watson at all him be still being on the board but that is a very good pick for you for sure I I didn't yeah, I was I, I did not when you said you drafted Lawrence I did not say anything about Watson because I was planning on taking him with my next pick um so yeah. great pick of there Roman uh, obviously I don't endorse what Watson's done off the field um but if he done. does yeah potentially done looking like he most likely did um, and I, I don't think he's a good person or anything like that, but strictly from a football fantasy sense, um, he is a good player. And if he does end up playing, um, he, that's a really, obviously really great value there for you, Roman, um, this late in the draft. But, yeah. uh, then we had T Y Hilton, Mike Williams, Daniel Jones, Jamal Williams, Kirk cousins, Baker Mayfield. And he takes Tevin Coleman probably for the same reasons that I took Michael Carter, um, where he's going to get touches there in the jets, uh, running back group, probably. Um, but yeah, I was looking at Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield too as potentially a backup quarterback. Um, so I'm a little disappointed there. And then we got yeah. Crowder and McKissick, um, two solid picks there. I think this late in the draft, and that brings us now to Chris, your second to last pick of the draft. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna take Johnny Smith here. Uh, paid the big bucks in the offseason. I need a backup tight end in case Logan Thomas doesn't work out quite as I thought. Yeah. I think despite Hunter Henry being there, I think Jonu is the better of the two tight ends, more athletic at least. So I think he has a chance if Mac Jones takes over this year. I think he has a chance to be a pretty good value at tight end potentially. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't take a lot. He doesn't need a lot of touches. He scores a lot of touchdowns, so he doesn't need a ton of volume to be an impactful fantasy player. 
So we'll see how it works out, man. I I, I don't know. It, it might be like I said, another pick just thrown right into the in the flames. I could pick up a you know one of those tight ends that has a really big week one or two because there'll be a couple of these waiver wire guys that do that. So maybe I can drop him for those. But we'll see how Johnny how it plays out with Johnny there. I, I'm very curious to see. Yeah, I think it's a solid pick. Um, I was probably going to take him as my backup tight end, but I mean, this other guy's still there too. Um, he's in his description, it says he's a blow end tight end one. Um, obviously, we know he has a great relationship with his quarterback. Um, that's Rob Gronkowski. Um, so I'll take him here. Um, happy about that. Uh, I feel like you could get, are we taking defense? I didn't know we were taking yeah. defense. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I got his defense. Yeah, so I, I like Gronk a lot. Um, I will say here, since we, I think we all got to take defense now, um, I was looking at uh, Justin Fields too, um, or, or Tua or Carson Wentz um, as a backup quarterback option potentially. But um, there's, there's like I just said, three guys there. You could even look at Derek Carr, Roethlisberger, um, maybe Jared Goff. Um, there's plenty of solid quarterbacks you could stream um, if you need be. Tight end, though, it's pretty pretty bleak. Um, yeah, so I will true. go defense here. Uh, and I mean, they went Vikings then Titans. The Vikings is kind of an interesting pick because they had a brutal defense last year. I know they added some pieces, but the Washington football team defense is still available. Uh, they got Chase Young. They added some more pieces there. I really like that defense. You could go Niners too um, with Joe, um, Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa coming back. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the football team um, right in that high from last year. They're a solid team, solid coaching. Um, I like, I like their defense on my team. Yeah, that's a good pick. And, and once you mentioned the Niners, I got a little upset. But the Niners play the Detroit Lions <laughs> in week one. I'm going to take full advantage of that and draft them here because I expect Jared Goff to make plenty of mistakes with the Eagles, Dolphins. Now Roman's back on the clock with his defensive pick here. Let's see who he goes with here. Uh, the Rams, the Rams. Pick, obviously. And the Jaguars. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of crazy. Um, eight, I don't know what Team 8 is doing. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, they took receivers with their first five picks. Uh, their RB one currently is Leonard Fournette, uh, and they took the Jaguars defense. I don't understand that completely, but hey, I'm not their team. I'm not their GM. Yeah, with the, with the Jaguars pick, I think the only reason they took him is because they play the Texans in Week One, and that could potentially be a, yeah, yeah, a very true. good that's matchup true. if Davis Mills or Tyrod Taylor are the starting quarterbacks. So oh, Tyrod Taylor like, gives you that he gives you that game every now and then where it's like, oh, whoa, hello. Yeah, he does do that for sure. Um, do you want to, Drew? Let's. Let's hear your team, man. Run run through your roster. Let's see how you're shaking out. Yeah, so um, running back-wise, I got Saquon, Saquon – I always say his name right. I got Saquon Barkley, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs, Miles Gaskin, Kareem Hunt, and Michael Carter. Really happy there. Uh, Receiver-wise, um, I got uh, Allen Robinson, Jamar Chase, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Rager. So I really good wide receiver one, I would say. Uh, but then there's just a lot of young guys behind him. Don't love that, but hopefully we can figure that out. Uh, George Kittle's tight end one. Love that. Washington football team defense. Love that. Oh, they got Rob Gronkowski, but a backup tight end as well. Uh, and then Matthew Stafford is my quarterback. Uh, I honestly, I'm not crazy that Stafford's my starting quarterback, um, but uh, given where I waited and given who was available, Stafford was the best pick. So um, I, I think he could be good with the Rams. So that's probably the one. That and my receivers I don't love, but everything else I think I had a pretty solid draft. But, Chris, you can break down your team too. Yeah, I'll go through my team, and I'm very happy about my team. I think my receiving core may be a little bit suspect, but I think it'll be good enough to manage. But I, I have Josh Allen at the quarterback position. I'm very excited to have him. And then my my running back one and two, Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. 
wide receivers, starting wide receivers are Cortland Sutton, T. Higgins, and then I got Logan Thomas at tight end. And then my flexes are DeAndre Swift and Najee Harris. Defense, I've got the San Francisco 49ers. And then my bench consists of a ton of wide receivers, Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown, LaVisca Chanel, Jalen Waddle, Trevor Lawrence, and then lastly, Jonu Smith is my backup tight end. But I'm very happy how the draft shaked out for me. Josh Allen, I, if I had to do it again, I probably would have gone receiver in the fifth, taking Jalen Hurts later on in the draft, maybe with the 9-4 pick, uh, potentially taking Hurts there. But I'm still very happy with how the draft shook out for me. I think this team is going to be a championship-level contender, personally. I'm really happy about this one. Hey, guys. I'm, I'm back. Um, I think I'm good with my team. Not overly excited. I mean, it's never a bad thing when you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. And I did take him at the 3-7, but it comes at the cost of obviously passing on some good running backs. And I think that kind of – it was kind of apparent how I got a little suffered in that area. Yeah. Running backs, though, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb. Uh, wide receivers, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay. Tight end, Kyle Pitts. The only one I took uh, – only tight end I took today, but and he fell. So, I guess it's worth it. And I, I think he'll be good for season long. My flexes are Brandon Ayuk and James Robinson. My defense is the Rams. They're playing at home week one. Um, a primetime game versus the Bears. That could be pretty good if Dalton plays. Um, my bench is Mike Davis, Michael Pittman, Javante Williams, Henry Ruggs, Deshaun Watson, who I think I could just take a flyer on just because I had Mahomes. And if he ends up playing, I can put I can put him as a starter or I can trade him away for someone better. And then my last uh, – then Kevin Coleman. So I think it's a decent team. I think I could have done better. Um, but, but the, the Mahomes pick kind of threw me off my strategy because I normally love take boring backs early and the kind of I had to change my game plan as soon as I got him. But right. other than that, I think I'm pretty decent. I think all the teams are pretty good though. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Except for that teammate roster, I'm really not a big. I mean, their receiving core is nuts, but the rest of their team, I'm not really a big fan of. Especially with Leonard Fournette trotting out there as a running back one, I'm not really a big fan of that. But you know my strategy. You know the name of the game that I like. It's going. It's loading up on the running backs early. I preached mm -hmm. that for sure. The only team to take four straight running backs to start the draft, and I think it worked out pretty well. Personally, I, I do. I mean, it's a little biased. I think I've got the best team. But, you know, I also really like both your guys' teams as well. I think both of you implemented some interesting strategies with the Kittle and Mahomes picks early. Uh, I think Drew's worked out a little bit better because he got he, – he loaded up on those running backs and was able mm -hmm. to get Allen Robinson in there as well. Whereas you, you know, uh, you've got Godwin, but I, I mean, Kenny G, I'm still a little bit skeptical about. Ayuk, same with him. And then, and then your running back depth, Mike Davis is solid, but James Robinson, I'm, I, I mean, it's not a bad pick, but – as a running back three, I don't know if I he's going to provide a ton of value for you. But still, I, I do like your draft. I think you did make a lot of quality picks in the late rounds as well to make up for potentially uh, the Mahomes pick early on. I'm just glad I didn't give you a score because I remember last year when we did this on Fantasy Pros, one of us, I won't say who, didn't do a very good job of drafting and got a bad score. But I'm, I think all our teams are pretty good uh, yeah. subjectively. And we don't need a score to represent that. Yeah, I would agree too. I think we we all got some solid teams. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this thing up? No, I I think I'm all. I, I'm very happy we decided to do this. Now I think this is a good time to have a first mock draft after the rookie draft. The hype settles down a little bit, but these players are still fresh in our minds, and and I'm really excited for this fantasy football season. I think this drafting is going to be a lot of fun this year, and I really think just playing fantasy football this year is going to be a great time with everything going back to normal yeah definitely a good exercise obviously the adps will change a ton before the actual season starts but 
it's just good to track it as we go along and we'll probably do multiple drafts along the way to see how those ADPs change. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, And and like you just said there, Roman, uh, in in addition to our additional fantasy football mocks, we also have plenty of other NFL offseason content, including fantasy football rankings. We'll do some of those episodes and we'll probably start our team previews. uh, We go division by division for the 2021 season. We'll probably start those up pretty relatively soon as well. Uh, so those take a little bit of time and we want to get those up as quickly as can as we can. Um, and in addition to that, we also have a bunch of NBA content. Uh, Chris and I continue our, our weekly zone defense basketball hours, um, especially considering the NBA playoffs um, are, are here. They're here now. Um, so you want to make sure you subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Spotify and Twitter at Zone Defense Pod and search us on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss any of that awesome content. Smash that like button down below. And also drop a comment um, and let us know. I know Roman said we don't want to give grades, but give us some grades here. Let, let us know who you think has the best team. And even if you want to grade each of our teams as well, we'd love to see. And, of course, debate between us uh, who actually had the best team. So uh, be sure to drop a comment down below. Uh, but thank you for listening to this episode, um, and we'll see you next time. Peace. See ya.